welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast on this Friday, June the 23rd. And wherever you are, whenever you are listening to this, I wish you God's grace. I wish you God's life. I wish you God's goodness today. That you may be aware of the presence and the life of God within you. So again, we keep moving right through uh, Ordinary Time, which get used to hearing me say that. Because you are going to hear me saying that for the next four months. Ordinary time. Not mundane, not routine. Where God meets us in the ordinary. And so we are going to be hearing a lot of Matthew's gospel. When it's privilege time, we're going to jump around and we hear, um, you know, gospels that relate to whatever that feast is or whatever that focus of that special season is. But here during this um, ordinary time, we are going to just simply almost sequentially walk through Matthew's gospel. Now, Matthew's I won't say is the longest. I think Luke's is. Luke has 24 chapters, but I think it's got more words. Luke is more verbose than Matthew is, although Matthew has 28 chapters. So we are going to go all the way up until and through chapter 25, uh, because the Passion doesn't start until 26 in Matthew's Gospel. So here we are. We're in chapter 10 today. So for those who want to follow along, Matthew 10, verses 26 to 33, short gospel. What would that be? Eight verses. And um, uh, again, remember, we're picking up from last week. What happened last week? Jesus saw the crowds, right? And like sheep without a shepherd. And named some from that crowd to be his, what we call the apostles now, but those who were going to go out into the crowds and bring that idea, the reality of the kingdom of God among them, and that these were ordinary people, right? We, we remember that. And, uh, and so this is kind of where he picks up after that. Always important that we know context, too, for a gospel reading. So that's what would have taken place just prior to these words today. So as always, invite you to open yourself, invite you to invite the Holy Spirit uh, to plant that seed of the word, that, that reality of the word, the, the life of the word, the importance, whatever it would be, deep within you, that we may live it well. And, and please, I'm, I'm saying the same thing to me as well here. So, uh, A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to the twelve, Fear no one. Nothing is concealed that will not be revealed, nor secret that will not be known. What I say to you in the darkness, speak in the light. What you hear whispered, proclaim on the housetops. And do not be afraid of those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul. Rather, be afraid of the one who can destroy both soul and body in Gehenna. Are not two sparrows sold for a small coin? Yet not not one of them falls to the ground without your father's knowledge. Even all the hairs of your head are counted. So do not be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. Everyone who acknowledges me before others, I will acknowledge before my heavenly Father. But whoever denies me before others, I will deny before my heavenly Father. My friends, the gospel of the Lord. 
Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Again, if the gospel presented you an idea, a word, a phrase, an image, a thought, uh, stick with that. Trust that Holy Spirit working because that Holy Spirit is going to work in you and through you, through your heart, mind, being. You do not need me to tell you or somebody else. Allow the Spirit. Very important. This gospel can be a little scary, can't it? Gosh, it's, <laughs> I don't know if you can hear the dogs barking in the background, but it's like they were quiet for all the time I was prepping for this. And then the minute I start the darn podcast, here they go. Here they go. So I hope that, uh, <laughs> I, I hope this homey type of a podcast is, is very okay with you because welcome to my world. Um, this gospel can be kind of scary, can it? Because, I mean, we're, we're, what's Jesus talking about, really? I, I mean, are there threats in here? Are they veiled? Are they not so veiled? What's going on? Let's unpack this a little bit. And again, I am not going to proclaim that I am a, a, a scripture scholar, but I am going to say, I think I'm going to invite us to look at this scripture in a little bit different way. So it's not quite so scary. In fact, I think it's really quite awesome. Let's start with the first line, right? Fear no one. Fear no one. Here's the question, right? What is it you fear? What is it you fear? Because we all have it. And I think the easy answer for me would be, oh man, I'm, I'm afraid of heights. Uh, and I am, by the way. Uh, very much so. I, I will get uh, sweaty palms. I'll get, you know, anxious, you know, whatever it is. I, it's just, I, I don't like them. Don't like them. A little bit of vertigo in there. Uh, my wife could say snakes. Okay, yep. Very real. I've seen her react around them. Not a pretty sight. But is that really what we fear? I mean, if you're answering this question on, on a similar level. What is it we really are afraid of? And I think that's the beauty of what Jesus is asking us here. What is it we're really afraid of? Are we afraid that others are going to look down on us? Because I think that's what he's implying, right? Um, because remember, this is a he's firing up the disciples to go out and spread the word. Uh, and I think he's really speaking to, to, to the heart and to the emotions that, what, what is it we really fear? Do we fear that we're not good enough? Do we fear that we're not smart enough? Do we fear that who I know myself to be is going to come out and people are going to know I'm a fraud, I'm a fake? Do we fear um, that I'm really not as good as the image I project to be? Um, that I'm far more judgmental than people think I am? Or far more... Uh, selfish. What, what is it we fear? All, by the way, everything I just talked about, true of me. What is it we fear? What is it we fear? Nothing is concealed that will not be revealed at some point. And so let's make friends with those things now. We don't have to hide them because when we hide them, right? What does is, what is good psychiatry, psychology say today? then they, can, they have a way, not only of popping up in different ways, but they, in a sense, they control us. The only way we can um, allow them to move 
through us is to acknowledge their presence within us. Whatever it is that we fear, nothing that is concealed will not be revealed, nor secret that will not be known. What I say to you in the darkness, speak in the light. What you hear whispered, proclaim in the housetops. You can almost say like, hey, Jesus, man, you're not practicing what you preach here. You're speaking it in darkness to the disciples, and you're calling them to speak in the light. You're whispering it, and you're asking them to proclaim it on the housetops. That's not really fair here. How about, you know, you do it? Okay. (laughs) Does anybody really think Jesus didn't do it? Okay, we know it. We're already in Matthew 10. He's done it for eight eight chapters, huh? Um, So that's not what he's saying here. And you know, and again, I'm not sure that he's pointing here, but this is what that brought up to me. And it's that Matthew chapter six, right? Uh, From the Sermon on the Mount, where Jesus is teaching the people to pray. And when he does teach them to pray, so Matthew six, six, you can go look it up. It's gorgeous. But when you pray, go to your inner room, close the door and pray to your father in secret. And your father who sees in secret will repay you. Go to that secret place where only you and God commune. And let God speak to you who you are and let that come into existence. And brothers and sisters, when you hear that, proclaim it. Proclaim it. Not in self-adulation. Not in, hey, look at me and, and make me. No, because that's not who and what God is inviting us to. Beloved, my friends, you are the beloved ones of God. You are the beloved daughter. You are the beloved son. Why? Because you are God's delight, because you are God's creation. And so am I, not because of anything I've done to deserve that. But I can speak that to the nth degree, and it won't make sense to you or anyone else until they've gone there too. But brothers and sisters, when you know, you know. And do not be afraid to share who you are and who you are. Because that's, that's what I think Jesus is inviting us here to. Will we embrace who we are? And will we own it? Or will we let fear own that? Fear of whatever it is that I'm not good enough. What voice am I going to listen to effectively, I think is what he's asking. Am I going to listen to that voice of shame in me that says, you just don't matter. You're not smart enough. You're not good enough. You're not well-educated enough. You're not whatever, whatever it is, right? Because if I listen to that voice, it's going to affect who I am and how I am in the world. But if I listen to the voice of God in that secret place, in the darkness, right? And I proclaim that and I, and I buy that and that's the voice that I follow, I'm going to proclaim that for, on the housetops because that's, that's what it is. And then Jesus says this, and this is an important line that I think we can't just brush over. Do not be afraid of those who kill the body, but can I kill the soul? Rather, be afraid of the one who can destroy both soul and body in Gehenna. It almost sounds like he's saying, don't be afraid of those people who are going to mock you, who are going to kill you, who are going to torture you, or whatever it is. You know, be afraid of God, because God's the one who can kill the body and the soul. Okay, my friends. Where else in the gospel does Jesus refer to God in such a way? Because that doesn't make sense to me of, of who this God is. This is the one who told the parable of the, uh, the prodigal son of a God who ran, ran out to the one who came back and said, I'm no longer worthy to be your son, right? Or daughter, your, your child. 
Um, this is the God who, when he was getting nailed to the cross, said, Lord God, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. Does this sound like somebody who says, they're, they're, they're getting their just desserts. Trust me, it's coming. It's coming. Remember, this is a lesson in fear. What is it that destroys us? It's fear that destroys us. That's what can kill not only the body, but kill our very being. It kills our understanding of who we are. And so I would say the Satan is the one who, who Jesus is warning us against. You know, um, that's the one who we got to avoid. Anything that does not remind us um, who we are and what we are about, which, by the way, we learned last week, right? We are called, even in our imperfections, and we are called to go out and, and share, even imperfectly, imperfectly <laughs> the kingdom of God. And, and to, the, to the degree we remember and believe that's who we are, that we are the beloved daughter, we are the beloved son, um, we live in that reality, and we live that reality a little bit, little by little by little into this world. And to the degree that we believe these other things, like I said, right, these voices in our heads, to the degree that we believe that, we let fear destroy who we are. And it destroys our body, it destroys our mind, it destroys our emotions, it destroys our very soul, the essence of who we are. Because we begin to believe those voices. Um, and I love this image of God. You know, are not two sparrows sold for a coin, yet not one of them falls to the ground without uh, God's knowledge, right? All the hairs on your head are counted. Do not be afraid. So do not be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. So do not be afraid. Right, I've mentioned this before. I'm sure I'll mention it a hundred times again. The most common phrase in all of Scripture is that one we just heard right there. So do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Why? Why does Jesus say that to us more than any other? Why does Scripture say that to us more than any other? Because we are. Jesus is speaking directly to a reality here, not a reality that God is out to get us. Throw that part of what this gospel is. That's not what it's about. This is a reality of that we are women and men who live in fear, fear that um, we may not be all we want to be, that, that we've lived a life that we did not desire, whatever it is, um, fear that we are not known, Fear that we are not loved. Fear that, that the universe or, or God or goodness is not on our side. Brothers and sisters, and what this gospel is here to remind us about is that's simply not true. What you hear in the dark, what you hear in that secret place when it's just God and you, that's the one our God is inviting us to embrace not the one that resides up in our heads that continues to accuse. That's another name for the Satan, right? The accuser. Which one will we listen to? Because our body and our soul lie in the balance. Let's pray.
And so we begin, my friends, in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The second joyful mystery, the visitation. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. My friends, we have spotted a unicorn. I told you that eventually we'd get these podcasts below 20 minutes, and here we are. So I better get off now before I make myself a liar. Bless you. Be well. And have a wonderful, blessed week.